Thanks for tuning in to Starting 11 on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, the English Premier League, pro tennis tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon on patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Welcome back to the starting 11 here on LPRN, the highlights. Thanks uh, thanks for signing to watch. Uh, Adelia Chamberlain, my trusted companion and friend, is on assignment and won't be here tonight. You're stuck with me. You're stuck watching me, which is, come on, it's not so bad, is it? There, you can have uh, this guy. This guy's the co-host for today. All right, uh, there you guys, uh, big week. In the Premier League, lots of uh, lots of potential stories happening now. Coming to the end of the year, we're in the last stretch. Uh, start with what very well could have been the marquee matchup. Somehow, a match of Aston Villa and Newcastle is now a marquee matchup in the English Premier League. And uh, as for Newcastle, so much for their five-game run. Five game winning streak. Eddie House squad uh, just forgot to show up. <laughs> Unai Emery's got uh, Aston Villa breathing new life. They've been really good. Uh, they took full advantage of it, and Ollie Watkins is turning into a star. Uh, first, he sets up a, a, a Jacob Ramsey with a beautiful like, headed pass or whatever inside the box, get the first goal, then he scores the next two. Uh, in the 64th and 83rd minute, uh, Alexander Isaac, um, who's been playing real well for Newcastle, um, had a good, good chances, but uh, couldn't get anything in. John McGinn had a good game as well for Villa. Uh, Villa now uh, three points shy of Spurs for European football, just three points shy of the Europa spot. Uh, and before Johnny Castle will drop the fourth, the menu wins their match versus Forest match that happens Sunday. We'll talk about it when we get to those matches. Uh, first off, I just want to bring in our buddy Justin to tell you a little bit about our Patreon. Hey guys, it's Justin, AKA Hambone. Just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. A little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. Guys, that uh, merch store is store.letsgetreadynetwork.com. Get this. Let's get ready network sweater. You got a playoff beards hat, playoff beards featuring a couple familiar co-hosts you might have seen possibly on this very program uh, in one second. Uh, let's say, let's talk a little bit of news, a little bit of news going around Premier League. Uh, first off, uh, I forgot to mention this uh, last week. 
but congratulations to Victor Company and Burnley. Burnley uh, has won a promotion to the Premier League for next season. Victor, I guess uh, some managers down in the championship have said that uh, uh, it might be the best squad they've seen in the championship side they've seen ever. Uh, they just know they're fast and they score goals and stuff like that. There's a squad I wish you know how to score goals, but have totally forgotten. I will talk about them uh, later. But yeah, um, Victor Company, it doesn't even feel like he's uh, been retired for very long. He's, uh, he's, got, he's got a squad rolling in. Congratulations to them. Probably only a year, but make, who knows? Who knows? Uh, good luck to them. Um, Konstantin Hatsidikis, the assistant referee who uh, elbowed Andy Robertson last week in that uh, uh, Liverpool Arsenal match uh, at halftime, is going to go unpunished for his actions. Unpunished, he was uh, he was put on uh, leave for this week while they investigated. Uh, uh, oh, I, I guess he had to give a well. I'm sure was a heartfelt apology. Uh, to Mr. Robertson, which Robertson accepted. So, all right. uh, I'm not, uh, not a huge fan of that uh, that decision. I think, uh, you know, if players have to be careful and they're, they're apt to be suspended for their actions, uh, referees should as well. There's got to be some kind of mutual getting together. Um, as it is, though, guys, don't try and grab at rest. Don't surround refs. I don't know why they haven't tried to rule this thing out. Just start throwing yellow cards at people when there's more than one person that comes up. There's got to be a simple solution to this because it looks awful. It looks like a temper tantrum. Every time you, you look like immature brats, it's bad enough with the diet. Uh, VAR looking to add up to four more cameras to check offsides. That's not the problem, guys. Uh, <laughs> The problem is the quality. Like it's it's come down to fingertips now. It's too much. It's too much. If there's a full, if there's an advantage, if you if you can see that there's an actual advantage, a foot over, you got to step on the guy. Maybe your head pointed in. Uh, that's gotta be that's gotta be it. When you get down to fingertips or a knee, anything like this, it's it's getting too much. They gotta pull back, not go press harder for offsides like that. And it only matters if you draw the lines right anyways. If you forget to draw the lines, it wasn't matter. Anyways, four of them. Uh, Lissandro Martinez going to miss the rest of the Manu's season. He broke his foot in a rope league match against Sevilla uh, in a non-contact uh, injury. Uh, I know how that feels. I've done it myself. Of course, he did that on a pitch, playing at high level with European football. I did it going off my front step. Uh, at least it was wintertime, guys. In, in Canada, it's it cold. Uh, they still have Harry Maguire, Victor Lindelof, and Luke Shaw, though, so nobody okay. Uh, yeah, don't, uh, nobody should weep for Manchester United. And speaking of them, um, the Glazers look to be keeping the club. They had a, uh, they were opening up the club up to bids. It looks like they may have been doing this just to uh, boost the club's value. Uh, there's been talk of this before, and uh, it was uh, reiterated in a, in a, uh, a thing in the score.ca. Uh, so, all right, fine. We want to boost.
boost the value of your club. Fine. Anybody who owns United should be ashamed of themselves. And uh, speaking of shame, uh, Chelsea have now had face-to-face uh, face -face talks with Julian Nagelsmann that happened on Monday here. Uh, they've also talked to Ruben Amram this week from Sporting Lisbon. Uh, Chelsea needs something. Uh, they need a full trip down. they got to get rid of guys. There's too much. Let's talk about Chelsea 1, Brighton 2 uh, at the Ridge. And Chelsea just had the shit kicked out. It was uh, 90 minutes of disgrace for my favorite football club. Uh, despite going up first, uh, Gallagher, uh, Connor Gallagher, uh, off a deflection, a deflection in front by a defender, uh, popped in. It was a uh, run uh, against the stream and stuff like that. Uh, okay, great. We're up one. Didn't deserve a goal. We got it. Uh, here's the announcers always say Gallagher. Gallagher. And they say it every time. It's not like it's a mistake. They said it once. They said Gallagher every time. I don't just hear it was Gallagher. You look at old Gallagher or Liam Gallagher. It's Gallagher. Gallagher. All right. Um, Matoma was terrific in this match. He didn't score. Uh, but yeah, he was all over the place. Plenty of chances. Should have had two, maybe. Uh, it was uh, Danny Welbeck scoring three minutes after coming on. Uh, and then Julio Enzo. This kid's like 19 years old and from well outside the box. Of course, that's Kepa Arisa Balaga's goddamn kryptonite. Hammers a shot that stayed static. It's like the ball hardly moved, like it didn't spin. And just kept climbing, 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 and it looks like it was actually gaining momentum as it got closer than that. It goes in the top corner. Uh, as a fan, as a fan of football, it's fun watching Brighton. Uh, they play with like in triangles. There's always there's always two options for anyone who has the ball. If you watch them coming up the pitch, there's always one followed by two. One, two, one, two. They can switch around. But there's always two options to get the ball off. So they move the ball so well. And then you have a guy with the speed and the tone and stuff like that coming through. Um, one guy who does not have speed is Raheem Sterling. How this guy is starting under Lampard, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Uh, that funny running style he has to do with his, his arms out, like he has to keep himself balanced. Uh, so strange. Um, Everyone, I'd say everyone was bad. It's Mudrick, maybe. Mudrick had a good game. Uh, he looked fast. Uh, he was finding people and stuff like that. He was trying to create, but when nobody else gives a shit, what are you going to do? Nobody gave a shit. Like, if that team, Chelsea Football Club, are 11 individuals. They're not a team. They're 11 highly, highly paid individuals who are just in it for themselves. And every team that's coming up against them these days, it's 11 against one. It's 11 against one. They, they're just getting hemmed in. Uh, Jal Felix was bad. Enzo had nothing to work with this week. Trevor Chalabo was bad. He had a bad yellow card, and they kept him on for some reason. Uh, Fofano was poor. Uh, after the game, Todd Bowley went down to the uh, uh, locker room to talk about how embarrassing this is. Uh, hopefully, schooling something. He said, If these guys have any pride, it's time to pick it up uh, and do something. Like, guys, like you're sinking. They're sinking. 
Other teams don't want to get relegated. These guys don't seem to give a shit. Uh, but it's going to be teams that are going to be close to catching them for that later in that 11th spot that just doesn't seem right, too. Uh, and poor Bowley had to get into a into a shouting match with his fans at his own place from his box. You can see him yelling up and the fans are on him. But guys, Bully was, you know, he was dealt a bad hand uh, coming in after uh, all the stuff that happened with the last owner and having uh, to rebuild the squad in the summer. And it's new. They didn't have the right team in. Everybody else from the former the former uh, ownership has left. So, uh, yeah, I, this is not the year to criticize Todd Bowley. Uh, yeah, wait till next year. We'll see. Uh, this next hire has to be right, though. He has to get it right. Um, again, Nagelsmann it looks like maybe the front runner for it. I'd love to see Enrique, but we'll see. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be another interesting summer for good old Chelsea Football Club. And speaking of Chelsea Football Club, the other team that shares Fulham Road or is down the road in Fulham. Finally, get a win over Everton of all teams. Of course, uh, Fulham coming off of four straight losses. Uh, go into Edison Park. They thumped Sam Dyche's club, couldn't get it together. It was a competitive first half. Harrison Reed uh, has had a beauty. And Dwight McNeil to tie it after uh, Fulham had gone up. But uh, second half, Harry Wilson and Dan James scored. And uh, Fulham remains in the top 10. It's been uh, uh, not from a lack of trying to get out. Uh, it's just other teams just, which is also bad. Like, this, that's a strange season. Such a strange season. Let's talk good news for me. There's something that made me happy on Saturday. And the Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, taking on Brantford. And Diego Costa finally does it. He gets his first in a yellow Wolverhampton shirt. Uh, it's a bit of luck, a clearing attempt. He's going towards the net, so he made it so much. Uh, yeah, clearing attempt seemed to uh, go right off his boot and in the net. And one of my all-time favorites finally has a goal, finally uh, providing some offense for his team. Uh, Wang and Ki Chen got the other one uh, after a great run by uh, Matus uh, Nunez, cutting through the defense to the box. Uh, and finding him uh, in space in front of the net. And then Jose Saw was in trouble very much, but he got the clean treat. I don't like that Jose Saw, too. Jeez. Like, Wolves should be better than they are. Uh, and so uh, I don't believe they'll be relegated this year. Let's see what they can do next year. I'm pretty sure Diego Costa will be on the team. But uh, let's see how they uh, let's see how they progress. Uh, every week I seem to say want to say something nice about Wolverhampton. I think it was all due to that uh, FA Cup uh, baloney from Liverpool. Uh, I've always had a good soft spot for Andy Costa. Um, another London squad, Crystal Palace, big win over Southampton, and the Renaissance continues to work the squad. Uh, picking on the basement dweller, sure, as he scores twice in 15 minutes. That's St. Mary's. Um, Palace is only three points shy now, Chelsea, for 11th, and you can see the two just moving in opposite positions. Guys, Frank. 
Like, it's already go back to Chelsea, but Frank Lampard hasn't done any kind of tactics with the squad yet. He's all trying to make them feel better about things. I don't get it. Anyways, back on to better things. Premier League. We got Man City beating Leicester 3-1. Uh, Dean Smith has taken charge of the Leicester Foxes. Uh, Jesse Mark from the nail, I guess. What you were talking about. Dean Smith has... Uh, so I had to take, uh, of course, from he's the coach Villa, brought them out of relegation. Uh, he brought John Terry back with him. John Terry has left Kelsey to help coach Lester, his old mentor, Dean Smith. Uh, but it didn't matter. Uh, City was terrific. It was 20 minutes, I think, when they had three goals. It was uh, uh, Erling Holland with two, one from the spot, and another one uh, on the run. Uh, he only played the first half. He's got 32 goals in the year. Uh, but here, it's the, like Ian Acho uh, scores in the second half, about 75 minutes in. And then he hits another one off the post, and there are some other good chances. Uh, City did that City thing where they just switch it off, but they had gone up so much, whatever, by then. For Arsenal, uh, a, a troubling, a troubling win for Man City. Of course, it was to be expected, but they move themselves within uh, uh, three points of them um, with a game in hand. We'll see how Arsenal does on Sunday. Now, something that makes my cold, dark heart smile. Uh, need a little light. Need a little light in the darkness. Now, uh, a match that was delayed, the start was delayed, I'm not sure why, but the start was delayed so that I was able to watch during my halftime and after the game, Tottenham v. Burns Uh Yes, lovely. Uh, Son gets the Spurs on first. He's finally found his footing again. He's got his touch back, it seems. Uh, but it's Matthias uh, <laughs> Vigna Stripping Pedro Poro the ball uh, just outside the box and finds uh, and darting back in, you know, wall pass comes back to him to tie it. Uh, Osalanki then uh, scores after some nifty running to the box by Tavernier. You get on the ball. 2 1 for the Cherries. Uh, Dan Schimmel will tie it. Dan Schimmel will tie it in the 80th minute. And that bloody Tottenham Hotspur Stadium goes. Bananas. It's like, guys, you just tied Burnmouth and this is what's getting you going nuts. Anyways, uh, VAR had a look to see if Harry Kane was offside and interfering with him. He was offside, obviously, but was he in the way? Uh, you know, it doesn't look like he was in the way, but it's not like uh, they were going to call it back or whatever. Although, Tottenham never gets the calls, guys. They never get the calls. Whatever. Uh, it was really good goal. Uh, but Burnout didn't forget there was time. Left. This is the 88th minute. They said, well, we can still do this. Like, and they pressed. Uh, there were two minutes left to go in extra times. Dago Watara scores and crushes the Spurs fans' dreams. Burnmouth beat Tottenham at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Saturday, the sun started coming out after a poor Chelsea performance. I remembered there are reasons to like football. Even when your team is shit, because sometimes the teams that you don't like lose. And I'll take it. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Sunday. 
an important day uh, in the title race. Uh, first off, uh, Man U beats uh, Forrest, of course, not that important in the title race. Uh, Anthony scores his first goal since October and was everywhere. He was a menace all match. Um, he also had an incredible pass to Diego Dalo for his first ever Premier League goal. And now United have moved three points clear of Newcastle for third. They were drawn before. I think they were. I think they were actually ahead of uh, Newcastle, anyways. But I mean, goal differential. But uh, yeah, nope. It's theirs now. Uh, now it's theirs to lose. But uh, uh, starting to lock up Champions League football. Not much to go, uh, and putting some space between them and Spurs in, in uh, uh, West Ham Arsenal. An important match. Uh, first of all, I'd just like to remind everybody that David Moyes has a job. I believe that might be the motto of the show. David Moyes still has a job. Uh, he earned it this week, though. Uh, and once again, the table toppers blow a two-goal lead. Uh and it was, they, it was a fast start. Uh, Gabby Jesus opened the scoring. He was six minutes in. And Captain Captain Martin Odegaard so gets on the receiving end of a nice pass by uh, Martinelli inside the box. And he scores up two. And then, are they just, do they just miss the killer instinct? They just lay off. They lay off. They don't press. They don't press for that go-ahead, like that, that third goal. That, like what City does. They press for the third goal put your foot on your throat, and Paqueta, uh, let's go to uh, go down the field. Paqueta seems to be uh, upended in the box by Gabriel. It's close. Uh, I believe that it was a correct call. I'm sure uh, Adelia might be thinking, oh, well, it's closer. It, it may not have been or whatever. Sliding, he definitely made a dramatic mess of it. Uh, but the the Finger was pointed right away, so it's up to VR to say it absolutely wasn't. Uh, I think they were putting a bit of a spot there. Uh, but, yeah, no, they said go to the spot. Um, ben Ramo will kick the ball in. Then they're down by one. Then Martinelli will play the ball off Michael Antonio's hand in the box. And now Arsenal gets a penalty shot. And much like Salah last week, Saka steps up and hammers this thing left, and it was never close. Uh, I said last week it was about football gods. Uh, I don't know what this would be about Saka. I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't say that the football gods going against Saka. I don't think he's done anything wrong. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a goal that you have to score to when you want to win championships. And you just missed it. I don't know what it was. Uh, he never tried it low or whatever. He just put it wide. It was it was never going in. It, was, it never looked close. Uh, now, I was talking to Adelia last week, uh, and she said that the or church, sorry this week uh, before she went away on assignment, special mission for LGR in the highlights. Uh, she says that this collapse that she's feeling like she's feeling like the collapse is. Is reminding her of last year. Uh, of course, the stakes a lot higher. We're not talking about European, we're playing European football. We're talking about uh, in Champions League football, we're talking about 
winning the title. And now they put themselves in a spot. Uh, they are four points up on uh, Man City. They have, uh, Man City has a game in hand. They play the 26th of April. So not this coming weekend, it's coming soon. They're going to, this is gonna this is gonna be the most important match Arsenal has played in 19 years since 2004, probably. Uh, it's a must when you say must win, it, they must win it. Uh, City's just on a on a roll. I think they've won their last 10 games for all competitions. They've just been uh, roll. They're rolling. Uh, Arsenal has to get that. Uh, that winning feeling back. Uh, they're at a point now where it's going to be out of their hands if they don't win. Um, we'll see what they do. I think they're playing uh, a team that they could easily handle uh, come Friday in Southampton, but they need to take care of business. This is uh, this is three, two points. This is two points that were desperately needed by this Arsenal club and fell short. And it's yeah, it's a real shame for them. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lose any sleep if Arsenal uh, drops out, but I'm not a fan of Man City either. So anything to kind of juggle things up in the top or whatever is always fun. But Man City's had a, a good run, and I prefer to see it ended, but we'll see. Uh, there was another match, a match today, and it was Leeds and Liverpool, and it was an absolute shit-kicking, uh, despite... Uh, Lee's playing well. In the first 30 minutes, uh, Gakpo gets on the board first. <laughs> Here's the deal. And I have the thing. What is Hanfield? Trent Alexander-Arnold, in the run-up to this play, has the ball come at him on a clearing attempt, just at midfield. He brings his elbow up like this to bring it down. And it drops to his foot. And then he gets... Uh, he moves in and finds Gakpo for the goal. They, VAR, I don't think, can do anything about it because it is uh, they, he, it, he wasn't the goal scorer. If he would, if he was to drag it down or whatever, hit the ball down, elbow and stuff like that, they can go back to look at it from there because he played ball. As a referee, Greg Possum, how can this possibly consider not handle? How could you possibly have missed it it was away from his body. It comes down because he went like this. It's not like it hit him here, got down, even though we've seen from last week that that is considered handball for some reason. Uh, you could do this and put it to your feet and not consider it handball. It's a, it's a horrible misdecision. Um, really, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, Salah scores uh, twice. Uh, uh, Joda. Uh, Joe Joda, the guy is a little whiner, uh, very dramatic. He's always looking for the foul, he's falling everywhere, everything's happening. The poor Joe Joda, but you can get results. Uh, two goals today. Uh, Darwin Nunez with a really nice goal. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Ellen the Road spectators started booing them. I think it was the, after the fourth goal or the fifth goal, but these guys are just watching, like Leeds is just watching. They, they, this, that's a team that has surrendered. These guys aren't in relegation. You're not in relegation. And it's Liverpool. I guess when Liverpool scores, they score, though. They score in bunches. They're going to go in the next few games probably without scoring a goal. Uh, 
just what happens. And yeah, um, do I expect uh, leads to recover from this? No. Oh my God, they're awful. So it's what for me now has become almost more interesting than um, the top of the table has been the bottom of the table. Aside from Southampton, which is going to get relegated, I think it's almost a surety by now, uh, despite how they play this week. Those next two spots, and right from uh, 19 to 15, it's within four points. It's going to it's gonna go up and down. going to be fascinating. There's so much money involved. It's going to be crazy. Uh, guys, that's it for the matches from the week. Uh, now, I guess I have to talk about our predictions from last week. Um, as shameful display by myself, it was never gonna happen for me. Uh, I lose to Adelia five to one. Unbelievable! It's like she's like Liverpool, and I'm late. Uh, what? Every week you get another chance to bounce back, and I'm gonna try and get it done this week. Short week. Uh, or not, well, not a short week, but it's a, 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 a smaller week. Uh, of course, with the FA Cup semifinals going on, uh, a few teams, including my Chelsea, not playing this week. We do have, and like I said, that big match, Arsenal versus Southampton. Arsenal playing at home, has to win, will win, and we'll see if they learn their lesson. They have to, they have to go for five or something. They have to get something to convince themselves this is how to win it again. They have to beat the shit out of Southampton. It has to be done. Uh, Fulham versus Leeds. Uh, of course, I didn't mention that. It, it turns out Adelia picked Arsenal. Of all teams, Arsenal? Really, Adelia? Okay. But I picked them too. Uh, Fulham and Leeds, uh, they're playing Craven's Cottage. And after the display we saw today from Leeds, yeah, of course. Uh, as poorly as Fulham had been playing, they played well this week. They're going to beat Leeds. I don't see Leeds picking up another win all season. Brentford and Villa in what could be another marquee-style matchup this week. Uh, Adelia's chosen Brentford at home. I'm going to go for Villa on the road to beat Brentford. It's really like the way they've been playing. Uh, of course, I only picked one game right last week. Uh, Palace and Everton um, is calling a draw here, and just Roy Hodgson has some scoring, and Everton looked like crap, so I'm going to take Palace to win now. Leicester Wolves, uh, Adelia has Wolves, I got Wolves. Um, again, I like to say nice things about that Wolverhampton Wanderer squad. Liverpool and Forest, uh, they're playing in Liverpool. Uh, Adelia's chosen Liverpool again. Is it that thing they do where they score a bunch of goals and they just have nothing left against the Forest squad trying to fight off relegation? This match, I'm calling it. I think Forest manages to get a point out of them. Birdmouth, West Ham. Adelia calls a draw here. Ugh. I don't know. I don't see West Ham getting any points here. Can Burnmouth win at home versus West Ham? I'm going to say Burnmouth. Finally, and what is the match of the week? Newcastle 
Fight Spurs, top, two top five teams. Uh, they're playing it's a Newcastle. It's Ilias Castle. And as you guys well know, I will never call the Spurs to win unless I absolutely have to. So yeah, I'm going to choose Newcastle as well. So we have a couple of differences. We have a couple differences here. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to uh, pick up a couple more wins this week. God damn, one point. Oh, my gosh. Uh, guys, that's it for the week. Um, next week, Adelia should be back after a dangerous, exciting mission that she's on for the, for the network. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in. Yeah, guys, click like. Hit subscribe. Hit the goddamn bell. Never miss a show. Why would you want to? Look at these glasses. They even work. Um, thanks for tuning in. Guys, uh, you can follow me if you want. On Twitter at Snark Yeti, uh, not a great follow, uh, but be sure to also tune in. Uh, Stanley Cup playoffs have started, guys. The playoff beers are back. Uh, we had our um, Stanley Cup preview, our tournament preview show uh, come out this week. Um, hopefully, going to be doing some live watch alongs. May start with Thursday's Jets versus Vegas matchup, uh, guys. That will be uh, for probably adult ears only. Uh, it turns out, once in a while, I'll let a swear word go when it comes to the Winnipeg Jets. But uh, more playoff beards to come. Uh, this week we'll try and do as many shows as we can, uh, recapping and setting up future matches. And uh, I would just also like to say uh, thanks to Ryan for, Ryan, one of our patrons, who came on the show to help us uh, with that. Last I saw, his uh, New York Islanders weren't doing too too good. Uh, but there's plenty of playoffs to go. Uh, guys, until next week, uh, thanks for watching, and we'll see you then.